Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In 1987, four childhood friends were reunited after 10 years to investigate the murder of a mentor they all shared. During this time, they unlocked the deep secrets of the past and found themselves exposed to the darkness that surrounded them. Soon it became more than a fight for justice. And instead, it became a fight against the ultimate evil. Six months later, in the winter of 1988, bonded by their knowledge of the dark unknown, they have decided to no longer be the victim. Now they seek out the deep roots of satanic corruption that hides in the shadows of society, all the while trying to mentor a new companion, seeking justice for the death of his cousin. Institutionalized is the second story arc in the Chronicles of Darkness first edition story, The Ultimate Evil, set in Bismarck, North Dakota in 1988. Join us in this tale of satanic horror with Wayne, played by Adam, Che, played by Andrew, Alex, played by Mitch, Michael, played by Slavic, and the newcomer Derek, played by Tillman. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, and on Facebook and Discord at Twin Cities by Night. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. So, Mike, you're sitting there and you put the pot of the cheap coffee on. Alex is still, you can hear him gently snoring on the couch uh, next to the meeting room. And you see Derek and Wayne come walking in. You see Derek looks kind of like a little confused and Wayne looks like a little like hyper. And you both see Mike as Mike is just got done putting the water in the coffee maker and put the pot like where it sits, waiting for the water to come down there. Go ahead. Scenes on you guys. All right, guys. Wayne, why don't you wake up, Alex, and let's go to the meeting room. Wayne is just going to kind of walk in shamefully and just going to say to Mike, right. Yep. I'm on it. Uh, you can already see that he just knows he's uh, done wrong and is in the shit. So he'll just uh, kind of go over to where Alex is sleeping and he's just going to kind of gently shake him awake. Just like, hey, come on, bud. It's time for us to face the music. Alex, you feel the shake. Yeah. What? Uh, and Alex will roll over off of the couch and land on the floor face down hard. Oh, God. Oh, damn it. Wait, what? It's morning, Alex. It's time to start the day, and uh, Mike's ready to, uh, well, we got to talk to Mike about last night, and Derek, too. All right. Uh, let's, let's, oh, damn. Dude, Denny's potatoes do not taste good the morning after. What was I thinking? All right. Let's, let's go do this. And Alex will get up and sort of dust himself off a little. Yeah, I think Mike will be, like, standing at the head of the table, you know? He'll wait for them to sit down, but he'll keep standing. I fetch a couple of the um, couple of the mugs, and I grab some coffee from the coffee maker for me and Alex. And uh, I grab another yeah. one for Boss because I don't realize that he already has one. And uh, I go to get uh, a fourth one set up for Derek. I can't carry them all, but you'll see I'm carrying three. When I <laughs> but you see, Derek already has like this big old steaming cup of like <laughs> that he was given to by Mike. Two of these things are not like the others. Yeah, exactly. Wayne, uh, Derek already has coffee, and so do I. That's fine. And uh, is everybody there already? 
I assume everybody kind of shuffled in at this point. Yeah. Are you all sitting down at the table? Are you sitting down, Derek, and everything? All right. Yeah. And Alex is sitting there with his head down in his arms as if he's got a bad hangover. I obviously can't shout because people would hear me. But, uh, you know, Mike will take out the axe hands. What the fuck? I know. What the fuck? Did, how did you get caught getting into a fucking barn? I know. I know. Alex will just lift his head up, whelk stutter shit, and drop his head back down. Mike, I'm sorry. Let me what just do say you that. Whelk stutter shit. I know we fucked up. I know we fucked up. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make it better, does it? Well, Alex will pick his head back up. Whelk stutter shit. We were in Alex, the barn okay. and the horses started freaking out. And then I got this vision of the night sky and there were these people without skin in robes and it's more Welkstetter shit. And then Alex's head just right back on the table. And here's the thing. We would have, we would have broken out of there, but it was, you know, it was, uh, we didn't want to give him any trouble because like he knows you and stuff and you guys are friends. So like once we realized it was him that caught us, we just, you know, cats out of the bag Let's not make this a, a scene. So we just got out of there. And uh, like Alex said, too. And I'm just kind of pointing at Alex. And you guys are fucking lucky it was him. Okay. So wait, let's get this straight. Please I, tell me what I'm happened really not, from the yeah, start. Yeah, I'm really not following. <laughs> exactly. All right. So who's going to start, Wayne or Alex? Alex will pick his head back up. Look, so okay. we got the shit that we needed. And we got onto the property. And we got into the barn Okay. All of that went smooth. Nobody knew that we were there. We, we were even careful to avoid the, the shit cameras that they have. Then we get into the barn, and the horses start freaking out. And suddenly, I'm not in the barn anymore. I just see the night sky. And like I said, more Welkstetter shit. People with no skin and robes. And I, I'm pretty sure I started puking, and all of the commotion. Okay, okay. guy showed up. Alex, l- let me stop you there. You say you had a vision and Mike already like takes out his notepad and he's like, tell me as detailed as possible what this vision was. That's that's what I remember right now. I'm, I'm going to go home and put it together on my own after this. Or maybe I'll just do it at my desk today. But I got to I got to work it out in my brain because it was not not fun. It was more Welkstetter shit. You know exactly what I mean. I know what you mean. I've, and then Alex takes a cup it. of coffee and starts drinking it a lot faster than he probably should. Well, fuck. I thought you guys fucked up, but... Oh, man. Derek, how are you reacting to all this? I mean, like, Derek, this is so out of left field right now. You're hearing, like, Welkstetter shit, and then you hear... Derek, st- Derek, could you go to Martha and get those two coffees, please? Okay, but you still owe an explanation. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be a lot to take in two coffees anything else no i mean i i still have like the donuts and whatever yeah they're in the middle of the table oh yeah okay yeah so uh derek is just quickly going to jump into his coat and not even going to close it just to cross the street it's next door but yeah next door go next door right yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what i'm more concerned about is like is this autopilot going on right now? Like, like what you just heard, like skinless people, well said or shit, you know, like, like yeah, the this- vision thing and skinless people that completely threw him off. He's not quite sure if that's maybe a code word. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Like they're trying to speak in some, like some 
coded language to keep you out of the conversation kind of yeah yeah and that that annoys him that thought but also he knows that alex is a little weird i think he has seen him before like zoning out and drawing something weird so yeah. uh, maybe this is something that is important to alex and i don't know maybe he has like a hunch and michael knows about this uh yeah so it's very random it's very fucking random <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? yeah, yeah yeah but walks that are he has picked up before that they are like looking into shady stuff that has gone on in that family yeah with her ex-husband and everything yeah for sure mm-hmm. so you go next door and you open the door and you see martha looks up from a newspaper and she's like first time huh don't worry i'm gentle come on come in over here what do they send you here for you're the new <laughs> guys so they probably sent you here for something right i'm supposed to pick up two cups of coffee my name's Derek, by the way Oh, hi. It's nice to meet you, Martha. And she like reaches her hand over. It's like, just so you know, if you're ever hungry, you can come by here. I got you. If you ever need to take a shower, my apartment's right up here. You can go ahead and take a shower there. If you uh, ever need a girlfriend, yeah. my daughter is free. <laughs> yeah, I got my daughter. No, just, just to say that, you know, she's like, they leave a change of clothes and there are some of the personal hygiene stuff up there for if they ever do all night or whatever. So I see that he ungrounded them, huh? That was quick. He... Oh, that was the story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could hear the screaming next door and I kind of talked to him this morning and he told me not to give them any coffee if they came by. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm picking that up now. So he funny. Looked, he, and she's like saying that she's like getting the two cups. And like, Here you go. By the way, do you like it? The coffee? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Amazing. The all donuts right. too. Oh, thank you. I mean, we. I wish I could take credit for making all of them, but I actually have people who come in early in the morning before you guys even get here who help. And they're usually out of here by the time you guys get a... Uh, you know, get out of here. So, or before you get here. So that's yeah. quite, quite the shift. Yeah. I mean, I live upstairs, so it's like a lot easier. You know, you just find yourself like kind of this, like, you know, skinless people. And now she's like, yeah, I just, you know, I have my apartment up there. And since, you know, my husband passed or whatever, I just moved here and it's good. And I like it. My kids come and visit and there's like a spare room up there. And, you know, so it's very nice. So, so you got a girlfriend? Um, no, not for me. Don't get all nervous now. <laughs> come on. I'm beyond that. But my daughter's coming to visit next spring. She goes to the University of North Dakota and Fargo there. Oh, wow. University. Yeah. Um, I I actually, like, um, I come from, like, the trade area. I'm not sure if she's, like, interested in me. Oh, she is. Come on I'm sure she can can pick up a a smart and... Derek. Derek's her name, right? Derek's her name, right? Yeah. Just because a girl's educated doesn't mean that she doesn't want to be with a hunk of a worker now, Okay. Trust me, you're, you You guys have your slot in the world. Don't worry. Anyways, when she comes over, I'll have her stop by. Mike, though, you got to watch out for Mike, though. He's He expressed that he might want to go on a date with her. So I'll let you guys decide, okay? Either way, it's a win-win. I keep that in mind. Okay. And she's like, tell Mike I said, I'm glad he lifted the embargo. <laughs> All right. We'll do. While Derek is gone getting the coffee, you three are left there on your own. Go ahead, scenes on you guys. All right. Was there anything else weird happening? Anything you found out? This guy, John, you trust him? I mean, I trust them, trust-ish, I guess. Because you seem to be pretty calm about the whole thing, considering. And uh, he kind of calmed us down and assured us that he was on our side and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's never a good thing to get caught. I know, that's that's what I'm saying. Uh, can we be positive he's on our side? Mm, as much as anyone. He's not like a suspect or anything, but really, only people I really trust are people in this room and the guy getting coffee, I guess. He seems all right, Derek. Speaking of that, what are we going to tell him about this whole thing? Yeah, uh, 
just tell him the horses got spooked and well, Did I hallucinate from years of drug use? <laughs> yeah, I mean, kinda. Uh, you know, I just think this is the sort of thing you have to experience. Can't, how should I say it? Uh, you can't be told. No one's going to believe you if you tell it to them. I don't think you would believe us. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll just have to take him on the next mission and hope he takes it okay. We could take him out into the desert and show him where we were. Planes. See if that bunker, the other plane, sorry. See if that bunker's out there still. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go there, though. Look, Mike, if it wasn't this John guy, I, w- I would have never shown my face to him. I, I would have broken out of there. You wouldn't have gotten a phone call. But between that and the horses and everything that was going on, look, I know we could have maybe handled it a little better, but we did what we were supposed to. I swear, we were careful we planned this fucking thing all night yeah fuck now now i kind of kind of want to go there again which is a bad idea but well you know that john's gonna come and speak to you about you know what i mean having you guys come there so that's a you know a good thing john's yeah john's gonna come come by so you know let's just have you guys be here when we meet him and i guess we'll see and as you say that, the door opens. You hear the, ding, the little bell, and you see Derek coming in with the two cup of coffees. Hey, Derek. Uh, thanks for the coffees. Uh, so, yeah, no new real information, I guess. But how does he accept that? Like hearing like the weird skinless people stuff and then like no real information. Like he's just kind of saying that to you right now. I'm getting uh, giving him this like, oh, really uh, shit eating uh, look. <laughs> just Alex being Alex. I'll get used to it. Oh man, Wayne is. Uh, is there a window in this room? Uh no, there's no window in this room. So yeah, it's it's probably a little bit smoky in here right now. Wayne's probably finished about three cigarettes. Does uh, Derek? Oh god, I'm sorry. Yeah, does Derek accept the? That's his Alex being Alex. No, not at all. He's like going to sit down and close. Do we have like a conference room? We do, right? We yeah, yeah. It's like a conference room. room. Yeah, okay. it's a conference room. Yeah. So I close the door again and like sit down all right i i know i'm like the new guy and this is your like pride and joy case oh there's no joy here at least tell me that you're like talking code words because i see wayne chain smoking that's like his fourth cigarette derek do you believe in god Uh, i'm indifferent to the idea right right me too me too see what i do believe in is the devil and that's all i'm saying and Mike sort of gets up and walks up to his, I guess, desk. So you just see, and you're left there, Derek's staring at Wayne and Alex right now as Wayne's smoking and Alex has his head like in his arms. What, 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 what's your reaction now? Like, are you still like just kind of thrown off by all this? Yeah, but in a different way. Hmm. How so? Um, he has picked that up from Mike before that he uh, gets like, that he, can be very quiet at times and now he knows for sure that like something's up yeah but he's probably not going to get it from mike right now <laughs> because he's decided to play salt statue yeah so he turns to wayne so what exactly should i do with this information at this alex will get up slam the last of the coffee the office coffee grab the martha coffee and basically shuffle over to his desk and be like, I'm going to draw something. And uh, Wayne is going to 
tell Derek to sit down and he's going to go get the, uh, the whiteboard or the cork board. And he's going to try to, he's kind of thinking to himself of how he's going to break some of this down for Derek. Ooh, this should be a good scene. Go ahead. I actually wheel in a, a whiteboard so I can just kind of draw as I talk, I guess. And uh, so you'll see Wayne just kind of, uh, he's looking very pale right now. He's got these dark circles under his eyes from only having slept a few hours. And he wheels in this uh, kind of like a whiteboard that's on wheels that you might see. Uh, I, I'll probably say that the corkboard and the whiteboard are on the same board and it might like flip or something like that. And uh, it's it's actually one of the nicer things that we have in here. And uh, it's on these wheels and I kind of, you just hear it kind of like, it's a, it's a bit rusty, I would say. And uh, it's squeaking as I kind of like push the door back open and and wheel it in. And uh, you see, I have like a couple of these uh, markers that I fished out and they're in my shirt pocket right now. I got a cigarette hanging out of my mouth. And uh, I'm like, Derek, sit down for a second. I'll try to break this down for you here, but I need you to bear with me, all right? Because a lot of this is a little bit weird and, you know, you're gonna be uh you're gonna be a little bit skeptical on me. You're gonna think that I'm a bit I'm a bit crazy and I'm a bit out there. And I think I am, but just hear it out, okay? Okay. You you go ahead. So I don't know if you heard about when me and Mike and Alex and Che were kids, how we used to know each other. We used to be pals. Uh yeah, I believe I heard that you went to the camps that Amanda um co hosted. Right. And, you know, she's an important part of our story as a group. You know, she kind of she kind of uh, was the person that brought this band of outcasts uh, together, you know, and, and Wayne's kind of like chuckling at that. And he's kind of like smiling, remembering some of those times. But but anyways, and he's like he's writing dates on the board. He writes the date of when they were kids at the camp and stuff. And he's going to just kind of like explain this whole thing about like basically we saw some some trouble when we were kids it took a lot for us to be able to really see what happened the type of sometimes there's like there's like pain that you experience and it's it's just so deep so profound that you just bury it and i i think that's what we did i mean i think there was more to it than that but we saw something we really weren't supposed to we saw I'm just going to say it, Derek, satanic activity, cult activity. We walked in on something we shouldn't have. And uh, basically, we were spotted witnessing something terrible. And a little bit of that evil has haunted us ever since. And uh, I mean that both figuratively and literally. And I'm kind of like looking at Alex right now. Through and, the uh, door. He's in a, yeah, he's in a, oh, you can look through the door and see him at his yeah. desk, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought he was, I thought he was still there. This is you two now. But yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, I kind of like look out at them working, doing their various things. And basically after that, we reunited trying to make right on just this terrible feeling that we all kind of took with us from, from those days as kids up into our lives. And in doing so, I feel like we, we pulled back a little bit of the veils on some of the shit that, and he shakes his head for a second, not really sure how to describe it. There's some weird shit out there, Derek. There's some people practicing 
dark, twisted stuff. You know, it's the devil. It's it's evil. It's real. The thing is, uh, we basically figured out that these Welkstetter guys, you know, high society folks, were some involved in some kind of shady stuff. And, uh, you know, we ended up over at this Welkstetter compound. And you see he's like troubled kind of like going back to like talk about this. And it's almost like a hazy memory at this point. And it's like you see like as he says it, he almost has this puzzled like expression on his face, like not sure if it's like even real. We were out there in the plains. We had horses and everything. And, you know, it was surreal. We had to spend nights out there and even camp to find this spot. But it was this hole in the ground where I just saw things that, and he just like kind of cuts off. I saw evil and I just, we thought we ended it then when we set fire to that place, but it just seems like it's found its way back to us. Um, Seeing him so lost and in thought and like dissociated in a way, Derek is going to like urge him to sit back down. And yeah, he kind of like falls back in the chair. I believe you. Um, are these cultists um, behind the attack on on Che? Is that what you were thinking? I absolutely think so. I think it's something to do with this. I think it's these people are in high places, Derek, and they don't want to be found out. And they have the power to to silence people. And I think that's what they did, just like they silenced Amanda. And I think at, at that point, Derek is going to like tear up himself. Uh, is that why Mike left the police force? You know, I feel like she's the reason for everything in all of our lives. And I kind of like do that motion, finger motion to just like signify like everybody in this room. She's the driving force behind everything. You see, it's something that was set in motion a long time ago. I think uh, Derek's going to be like quiet for a minute. I'll let you take that in. Look, if you want to ask me about anything, you're part of this now and I'm going to be direct with you. Yeah, let's let's get to work on the on the school thing. And uh, Wayne just kind of pats him on the back and he just like uh, stands up for a second. Holy shit. That's awesome. All right. So as you guys like you pat him on the shoulder and you get up and walk out of the conference room. You hear the ding of the door open up and you see the figure of John Donaldson stepping in and he has like a winter, jo- uh, like a brown winter jacket. And you could tell that he's wearing it over like his security guards uniform. So you see he has like the dark slacks of it and the dark shoes, but he has his jacket over like where you normally would see a shirt. And you could tell like you ever see someone, you know, like when they, you could tell they've worked a night shift. Cause they usually look like very tired and have like bags under their eyes. And you see, he walks in and he just kind of like nods to you, Mike and Alex. And you see, there's a moment he's looking at you, Alex and Alex, when you look down at your sheet, there's a moment where you're taken aback and you, you see the same drawing you did last time. It's almost exactly the same drawing of the figure on the pale horse in the middle of the barn there. And you're looking down at it. It's almost like you're you were taken over with the same urge to draw it over again. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So then he looks at you for a second, Alex. And then Wayne, you see him when you walk out of the conference room with Derek. And then he looks back at you, Alex. He's like, you look like you got about as much sleep as I have, buddy. Yeah, maybe less. We still had to drive. Oh. So <sighs> he looks at Mike. I tell you, uh, 
Uh, is, can we talk here, or do you, do you? Yeah, we have a meeting room right here. Oh, hi. Right. We can use. Uh, and he just like kind of like walks by. Can I get some of your coffee here? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I fill him up a mug. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's like a mug with the Capitol building of Bismarck on it. You know, like a picture on. It. He's like, as you guys walk in the conference room, he sits down, takes off his jacket. You can see he has his like security guard button up, uh, navy blue shirt that's on underneath it. But he doesn't have his belt on that he had, you know, like the leather belt with like the pistol and all that stuff. And he sits down, he sits back and he's taking a sip of the coffee. He's like, oh, this is good. <laughs> he's just like, you know, warming his hands up with it. Oh, and he's like, so, uh, hey, no hard feelings about yesterday. Hey? You know, I was a little terse there, but yeah, those horses were building. Uh, I could hear them all the way in the in the, in the, the house that we stay in. Uh, we're not doing our rounds and. They were making a one hell of a commotion. I don't know what you guys were doing in there to drive them all crazy like that. Again, I'm very sorry about last night. I'm sure we gave you quite a scare, and you <laughs> Jesus gave right. us quite a scare. And yeah, you know, I'm just glad that we can uh, kind of just laugh about it now. So uh, yeah, that's all right. I'm glad it was me who taught. And I know you have good intentions and everything, but Jesus Christ, fuck! Was it the first time that the horses acted up like that since my time? We're gonna, yeah. I've never heard them lose their shit like that. You know, maybe they get restless during a storm, thunderstorms. But I mean, it was crazy. They were all stomping on the like they were all trying to stampede and get out of there. It was it was intense. It was too much. But uh, I'm glad you guys are okay. And I don't know what well, did you guys do anything to spook them or what was it? No, they just uh, they were actually pretty quiet. And uh, I don't know, something stirred them up. Certainly wasn't us though, but um. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it, and I've been around the horses uh, quite a lot, and I'm, like, kind of thinking about, like, Raymond and uh, all that kind of stuff, and I'm just, like, and I just kind of, like, stop. I'm just, like, eh. Too much memories of last time you were on horses, right? <clears throat> so, hey, uh, you know, I know uh, Tina said she talked to the, uh, you there, fella, and she, like, nods to you, Alex, and he's, like, and I told you guys, so I figured might as well let you all know we wanted to make sure, but, uh, so... Uh, there's a security system, uh, camera system in the in the facility uh, all across the the school there, the yards. And uh, we figured uh, since we kind of have a time frame of uh, when we thought Toby was missing, uh, if we can get access to those security tapes, um, you know, maybe we could find uh, when he left. Like, listen, though, I, th- I think I'm on the outs with my team. I mean, they got me on night shift. Uh, they pulled me off a day shift. I think it's because they I was asking too much about Toby. I don't know, but something's up. There's a reason why they put me on night shift and they don't want me being around there during the day. But listen, uh, if you guys come by tonight around six, most of the staff leaves. I, I heard how you and he mentions to you, Wayne, had a run in with uh, one of my counterparts who worked there. Yeah, I did. Real asshole. Oh, yeah. That's Perry Brook. Him and uh, this guy, Gideon. Uh, they uh, I don't know. They, do, they, they both know each other. They are good friends. Uh, supposedly they were uh, nam together, but uh, yeah, either way. They're in the ins and I'm on the outs, I guess. So they got me on the night shift for the last month. But listen, uh, Tina and I are going to be there tonight at six. Uh, most of the staff leaves like at five, five thirty. And uh, we were figuring uh, Tina mentioned that uh, that kid Billy wanted to talk to you and he motions again towards you. Wait, said he had some other kids who want to talk to you and give you guys some information. So if you all want to come by tonight, like at uh, around six, you know, we can go look through the videotapes and you can go talk to some of the boys there. And uh, we could see what we could find out. You know, you can all come or some. I don't know which one, how you prefer. But I think if we have more people, we can kind of get done more quicker. So we're not there, you know, to draw too much attention. That sounds great. Uh, That's awesome. Is there any way we can make uh, copies of the tapes so we can review them here? We don't want to be eating up all your time. I mean, I don't don't know. To be honest, we got to look through the tapes, you know, and that's why we're having you come at night. I can't get in. You know, I think we have a way to to get in there, but it's. That's why we're having you come, you know, might take a little bit, but 
it's the only opportunity I think uh, we're going to have, you know, if anything, you know. Okay. You got you agree with that? And look, he looks at Mike. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Look, I just want to keep this as, uh, as low, sort of. Low key? Make sure, yeah, low key as possible. And I, I'm just thinking right now that... Uh, You're going to have to take one vehicle for sure. I don't want your dog taking an individual yeah, vehicle. Yeah, I'm just saying that there might be journalists snooping around here right now oh well i didn't see anyone out there so uh yeah i don't know just uh listen i'm gonna be uh i'll be at the gate there uh when you guys come in take one vehicle i don't know uh, if you all are you all gonna go or should i expect you all or what expect all of us okay yeah so altina's gonna be there too and everything so uh just don't be late we got we're on a time crunch all right all right again thank you for your time and so sorry about yesterday and he just looks like he's like you're a horrible criminal so i guess you're good pis and he just like gets up and he leaves the cup of coffee there and he walks off out of the conference room and walks out go ahead scenes on you guys by the way wayne i heard from martha that you had a date yeah. derek you know very much about this because you're at the main bar when he took off you know what i mean and uh wayne kind of like immediately blushes but he's like relieved that um the heat's not on him for last night anymore so he'll kind of open up a little bit He'll be like, yeah, you know, sometimes the stars just align and uh, everything just works out, even for uh, even for a guy like me. Well, good for you. But okay, guys, I guess we should get going. Well, it's going to be six in the afternoon. So right now it's like nine yeah. o'clock, nine thirty or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. So you're the phone ring in the office. Okay. Mike's pro- probably Mike's going to pick it up and say, uh, Michael Gray, Dakota Investigative Services. Yeah. Hi. Uh, this is uh, uh uh, Kelly, uh, this is Kelly Miller from uh, Channel 5 News. So uh, I was wondering if you had a moment uh, to speak to me about the uh, tragic uh, accident that uh, left uh, Che Thompson, who worked for you in a coma. <clears throat> uh, sure, if you have any questions, ask them. But unfortunately, I don't have that much information. So was it involving the case that you're dealing with? Uh, or was it a random shooting of anger, road rage, bar fight? We- currently have no information at all honestly you should probably contact the police <laughs> she's like you see her a moment and she's like and you just hear like that you know the sound like her like like that with her tongue and she's like so and she's like for a moment she's like i can't seem to find too much about what che did for you all what do you mean he can't uh, he he worked here at our office and just out of character did che have his license or not yeah yeah he did yeah okay yeah i mean he was a licensed private investigator he did things such as tailing people, make seeing if they don't cheat on their spouses. You know, it's also pretty common to look up if people actually died. You know, people, a lot of people dodge their taxes like that. So do you have uh, any suspects? Anyone he may have angered who may have done it? Honestly, we feel like uh, this attack was completely unrelated to our work. Okay. But she's like, well, if you do find out anything, will you let us know? Sure. Uh, will you give me our number? Yeah, and she gives you the number. Yeah. Okay. Was her name again? Kelly something? Kelly Miller. Yeah, I have to add her to my list. Totally made up off the top of my head, but <laughs> <laughs> I actually out of character, uh, a little behind the peak of the ST thing. I never even thought about a reporter reaching out to you guys till someone was like, we're probably getting bugged by reporters. I'm like, oh yeah, shit, that would be make sense, you know? <laughs> so thank you, Tillman. <laughs> so would you guys, uh, there's some options. Are there any scenes you guys want to do between now and then? Or do you guys want to jump to the scene of when you guys start heading up there? Or 
Something I'm kind of curious about. Mm -hmm. Do we have in our office like one of those double VCRs? Or like, we can say you do. We can say you do. You know do. what like, I mean? Like yeah. uh, to make duplicates of stuff. Yeah, because yeah. like I would honestly like drag that to the school and try to just like plug that into a wall outlet and just like make copies of anything we need. So That's we can good... leave originals behind and review yeah. review things as in depth as we want. From yeah, the that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So what we'll do is I'm I'm gonna kind of like go to each player to see if there's anything they want to do beforehand. I may ask some questions or whatever. So that's a good idea. So a question I have for you all before I do that: What vehicle would you take up there? We could take. I mean, I don't want to. It's not mine to say, but we could take Derek's van because we'd all fit in it. Yeah, yeah I was gonna suggest that as well. The van, okay. Probably work, yeah. So Wayne, uh, between now and then, is there anything that you'd want to do, or would you just spend the day like kind of? just doing random things, fast time jump kind of thing. So I would definitely try to figure out the VCR situation. I would maybe get one if we don't have one. Other than that, I basically think I would just kind of be like hanging around, helping out with whatever needs to be helped out with. I would, I'm like thinking about Raymond, but I like don't feel the confidence to like reach out to him at this point. It's just like too, too, uh, too tender of a, yeah, exactly. So I don't. And um, that that's it for for Wayne. Okay. What about you, Alex? Alex is going to spend the better part of the day just ruminating on that picture he drew and trying to sort out what the hell is going on. Maybe okay. he'll help with other shit if people ask him, but he's kind of going to be off in his own world for a while. Yeah, probably still exhausted from the night before. Oh, yeah. Does he go take a shower in, at Martha's apartment next door? Eh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if someone comments that he smells, he'll definitely do it. <laughs> okay what about you Derek a uh, good question I'm not sure what Derek could do <laughs> it just feels weird doing time jumps I'm so used to like getting too deep into shit to we're doing a time jump for a whole day I feel like I'm somehow cheating but I mean this is like my first time jump but if there's nothing you can just say you could spend the day doing random stuff you know and a thought that came to my head that has nothing to do with Derek is whether either Mike or Wayne have ever contacted like Chayton's family because there was like something that they said the police have. Yeah, he told he might gave the police take uh, Chayton's information, so they, they okay. reached out to his next of kin. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Michael probably want to get out of the office. Hmm. Maybe go to a gun range or something. Just kind of kill some time. Yeah. Agree to meet. Hat. Agree to meet and, back at the office yeah, at like yeah, five or yeah. four thirty or something five when because it's an hour drive up there. Yeah, and you know, Mike also doesn't want to meet any journalists there, so oh, yeah. that's probably where he's like running away. Little secret, you like Bismarck's not going to have a bunch of journalists like that. Yeah, <laughs> you no. pretty much gave him the answer, you know, like they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mostly mean like local newspapers would be annoying. Oh, okay, I feel you. Yeah, 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 for sure. So the rest of the day, you guys are doing random things. You agree to meet back at the office like at five. The the clouds have, or excuse me, the sky has been gray. Uh, it's been snowing lately. They said there's going to probably be snow for the next week. So you kind of see that there's like plows that are out already kind of like just being preemptive with it, throwing salt down. You guys all meet at the Dakota Investigative Services at five o'clock. You are all going in the van. So you bring the VCR. You guys bringing anything else with you or... Like, what do you normally carry with you when you're going around to places? I know Derek, probably nothing. I guess Alex, nothing. But Wayne, do you carry that gun with you? Or Mike, do you carry a gun? Or do you guys not carry any guns or anything like that? I assume Mike always carries yeah, his gun. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. You mentioned the firing range. Just had me wondering about that. And I know Wayne has that, like, Saturday night special that he has in his 
ankle holster. <laughs> yeah, I got like a 38 snub in the ankle holster. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I'm like, I'm hesitant to bring it out after last time, but like, <laughs> dude, I got a fucking ponytail. Of course I got that shit on me. Awesome. So you guys are back on that highway heading north. Seems like just yesterday, matter of fact, it was yesterday, Wayne and Alex, that you were kind of in the same position, but now Derek is driving and I assume Michael's shotgun and you two are kind of like in the middle seat there behind them. Let me get a quick peek into the minds of all you as you are heading up there. Derek, while you're driving this van at night, you know, and it's it's gotten dark because it's five o'clock in Bismarck, North Dakota in the middle of the winter and you're driving up north to this school. What's all going on in your head right now from just the day's events? I think he's getting a little bit worried, maybe, about what they may find. Like, what what you mean? What, like, that that can, like, is there anything specific in his head? He's thinking, like, oh, man, it would suck. Yeah, he has heard, like, there's something going on, probably sexual abuse of children. Ah. That was already pretty heavy, and now it's like a cult activity. Mm. So that like up the ante, it wasn't just like depraved, but also now it's like somehow extreme to oh. him, like in his mind. So, so he's afraid of that in a way. Yeah, potentially he's worried about what he'll find at the school here. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you, Michael? Mike's really like he wanted to go back because he feels like the school's the key somehow. But uh, yeah, he hopes another situation like from yesterday doesn't happen he's kind of worried about that what about you wayne wayne feels very anxious right now he's returning to a place where alex experienced like a very traumatic event and although he didn't experience the exact same thing he believes it 100 like in his core to to have been authentic uh because of like how the horses act and stuff like that yeah. but he definitely is excited to hear from these kids uh, because he felt like he was able to get that other kid to open up. And he thinks that this is going to be where the real information is going to come from. Yeah, this might be a treasure trove of a whole bunch of leads, you know, that you guys are kind of getting like insider access to right now. And uh, if he can copy the tapes, he'll have a stockpile of potential information that he can go through at his leisure. So he probably has a backpack full of blanks with him. Yeah, awesome. What about you, Alex? Alex is nervous as hell. He's very worried he's going to have another vision or something else is going to happen while he's there or that he might stumble onto something that he really doesn't want to see. So he's just trying to take deep breaths and remain calm. The ultimate evil focuses on people versus the dark mysteries of the world. Inferno Temptation follows the similar theme as two mortals are haunted by two demons who won't let them go. Listen to find out if Brother Jan and Sir Reinhardt give in to temptation.